and you can you can throw your little petty barbs at me. Go ahead, go ahead, Teflon. Hey, right look, I like you. That's why I bought this action figure of you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up for this week's The Rugby Odds. Starring WWE Hall of Famer and Fox Business Analyst John Bradshaw Layfield, his gambling guru, the best sports better ever, the Philly Godfather, and the gift to rugby and mankind, Gift A. Bailu of the Gift Time Rugby Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's The Rugby Odds. I'm Matt McCarthy, and I'll be giving you a quick recap of the matches from last week as our star-studded panel party in the green room. So let's get right to it. First one up, San Diego versus Seattle. It was San Diego at home, minus four, and the Legion won. 34-21, San Diego covered. The next one had New York going into New England, and New York had to win this one where New England were pretty much out of it. But don't tell that to a team that dresses in red, white, and blue on Independence Day just outside Boston. New England with the upset, 22-6, throwing everything asunder in the Eastern Conference. Suffice to say, New York did not cover. Next one up, Old Glory at Toronto, which was actually in Atlanta, or as we refer to it, Atlanta, Ontario, and it was Toronto, the Arrows, minus three. And only in rugby would a team from Canada playing in Atlanta beat the team called Old Glory from the nation's capital. Toronto won 34-28, and the Arrows covered. Since there were only four matches last week, this is the final one. NOLA, New Orleans, the goal going into L.A., playing in the Coliseum against the Giltinis. Nola missing everybody. They had nobody on the roster. Everybody was injured or playing at international tests, whereas L.A. was home and pretty much had all their big guns. And what happened? Nola wins. L.A. was laying 10. Nola took that and won the game 21-20. Unbelievable. Everything's crazy. But what's crazier still is that we've got three guys ready to pick next week's matches, and let's bring them in right now. Guys, you just saw from the recap while you guys were in the green room, just a stunning, stunning weekend in terms of upsets. Gift called it, but, you know, that was like calling the 1980 Olympic team beating the Russians. It was just an impossible match. And what happened? L.A. lost on home turf to Nola, who had Jimmy Bag of Donuts and Petey Pumpkin in the front row and volunteers from the sidelines playing in the rest of the roster. They had nobody, and they won. It was unbelievable to the point where we had Nola Nate Osborne, the head coach, on the show this week. Then you also had New England, another game that Gift called accurately, Beating New York 22-6 in Glasgow-like rain in November. Gift went 3-1. and one. Yours truly went 2-2. Two and two. And Godfather and John weren't so fortunate. And as the points break down, John, unfortunately, gets the wooden spoon. I the damn wooden spoon. No, no, Let's it's just not dwell on that. No, Let's I, move no, on to next week. I ain't getting no wooden spoon. I'm not. John. Period. John and, the Judge. Look, I do want to say this, though, because, Matt, I don't like you. I'm not talking to you the rest of the show. And this is my last show. I actually quit <laughs> officially this time. Gift. You can take the wooden spoon as a parting gift. As a fellow Southerner, you know, I was going to buy you your cat. <laughs> a bunch of cat bananas. Because my, these my cats love these. But <laughs> since you were so dang good, how about Smokey this? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
That's I'm one big banana you got there, John. To Smokey down in Nara, because Gip, you are on fire, my brother. And Matt, you suck. <laughs> All right, so let's let's just skip over the arguments and the pettiness and just get right on to what we have. We have the business of making people money. And if you see some of the comments in YouTube, we got a couple of people making money off of our picks. Pretty cool. So let's get on with it. First one up. Houston coming into New York. And it's Houston getting seven from New York, who have their tail between their legs. Ironically, they're playing the Sabercats after getting trounced in New England last week. Gift, what's your take on this since you picked New England and you were three and one? I, 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 as I like to say, you know, you always got to watch the trends. And when it comes to Houston and New York, there's only one thing that's occurring. The trend, continued trend downwards. Houston isn't going to, again, I've said this before, Houston's not doing anything anymore. New York is going to come back angry, wanting to take out their rage. And thankfully, this is actually one game that they're not going to try and skip over. And they're actually going to allow themselves to, you know, try to win. You're taking New York minus the seven. Okay. Uh, John, I know you're yelling at me and get and Godfather, you're yelling at me about the LA NOLA game, but it was, again, it was like the 1980 winter Olympics or, or Layfield winning his first belt. That's how big of an upset it was. It's a title. It's not a belt. A belt is what keeps your pants up. Title is what champions win and hold, which is what I did for a record length of time on WWE SmackDown television. Go ahead. Talk about the hall of famer. Now say something, Baldy. We all know what it was. It was an upset, but anyway, who do you got coming up this week, John? New York or your Sabercats from Texas? Yeah, Houston. Yeah, Texas. Mm. While I'm mailing the huge banana to Smokey, I'm going to mail the basketball to Houston Sabercats. You know why? Because their season's over. They might as well start bouncing basketballs right now because they ain't <laughs> playing no more rugby. The tea sippers beat the beer drinkers last week. Up in Boston, New York's going to hold home court advantage, and they are going to walk all over the Houston Sabercats. Break out the basketballs, Houston. It's time for a different sport. Godfather, we lost this game. We all uh, lost this game, except for Gift, last week with New York. Uh, You're accusing me of giving bad info, yet we had similar picks. Except for the Toronto. (laughs) Yeah, we're done. We're done. It's not, you know, I'm not crying over spilled milk. Uh, New York bounce back game for them. Houston is just a bad team. They got a negative 222 point differential on the season. I wish they had something to play for. I always like taking dogs because there's always value, with, you know, when you're taking the points, but I just can't see that happening here. I think New York crushes this team. I concur. Godfather, you're, you're, you know, you're on the money all the time. You dress well, you smell nice. I'm a big Stop fan. Up. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Stop you, up. Godfather. Sycophant doesn't cover it. You are a suck up. He looks fantastic. But next game, San Diego going into John's hometown of D.C. So you know he's going to pick old glory. Right, John? (laughs) I have right here the actual sword that Aaron Burr killed Alexander Hamilton with in the duel. (laughs) This is the actual sword. Bam! Bam! Stuck it right in his belly. 
and it took him over 34 days to bleed to death in the field. Nobody went and checked on it. And that was Alexander Hamilton. I'm a little worried about my uh, DC uh, guys here. They've uh, Godfather always looks talking about point infantry, like minus 25 to minus 94. Uh, San Diego has been a better team, and DC just is not winning games right now. I'm going to go with the visiting team. What a hypocrite. And the sword from Aaron Burr descendants. Not sure that the, 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 the duel, the fateful duel in New Jersey and Weehawken has anything really to do with San Diego going into D.C., but... Hey, I, how I handicap games is my own personal business, all right? <laughs> and how you lie about how loyal you are to Paul Sheehy and Chris Dunlavy, the owners of your old glory team, because you never picked them. I picked those guys often. I just lost too much on them. All right. Gift? This is usually a situation where I talk about how San Diego's passive L.A. and Old Glory's bouncing back and all that. But it would be utter BS. Like, look, Old Glory season, it's done. Losing to Toronto, that's honestly, it was the last slide. This is now just practice time for the backup players. San Diego's, I mean, they don't actually have a chance to make it into the playoffs. But, you know, they're going to fight like they feel like they can have a chance to make it into the playoffs. And they're going to go into the old glory and continue what they did with Seattle and just continue it on with D.C. San Diego's going to take this one. Keep it simple. Like, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer at this point. And what are you referring to San Diego as these days? Now they're just South, South California. That's, that's all they are. They're just South, 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 South California. California. We, we just slowly just, just you, have, you don't have a name. You don't even have a title yet. Giff, what is that jersey you're wearing? Oh, look, you know, we got to we, we setting up getting ready for the Olympics and I, I got to represent my rugby team out there. Tokyo Gaijin, recognize us. We out here doing life, taking over. Recognize it, guys. I, I represent. Speaking of Gaijin's, let's go to the Godfather. How you doing, Godfather? This Gaijin over here, Tokyo, whatever nonsense. He's talking <laughs> South, South California. What the? I know Layfield brought up some good points with the point differential. Uh, Gift brought up some great points, even though I didn't understand a word he was saying. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this DC team has lost six of their last eight, and the only two teams they've beaten was Houston and Seattle. So that's all. You know, I mean, you got. I would love to take the home dog here, but I got. I got to lay the three with San Diego. Laying the three with San Diego, Godfather. Uh, no wiser words were ever spoken. I, I am going to concur with you. And if you guys note, I didn't give John the point spread in advance on the show. I know he doesn't read emails, so that was trying to hold back information on on purpose. I don't read emails from you because I blocked you. Okay. <laughs> okay. You keep doing that because my record is a lot better than yours this year, pal. Because of withheld information. Well, you're not reading your emails. There you have it, Your Honor. Next one up. Austin, Austin, Texas, Austin, Texas, going into Los Angeles, the Gilgronis versus the Filtinis in the Gilchrist Bowl part de. And John, you got to go with your Longhorns, you Texas, right? God bless Texas. Texans are going to go invade that California and the Coliseum. The problem is the Coliseum got turned upside down by the gold mine last week. Nala ran a muck all over the Giltinis. Rickshaw. They ran Rickshaw. I think there's a little revenge factor here going on, and my Texas boys are walking into a buzzsaw with the Giltinis. I'm going with the L.A. Giltinis. Wow. Gift. You called some pretty freaky matches correctly last week when nobody else could. I, I don't know if you're talking to the aliens or what happened there or schematics. I mean, I, 
met feelings over facts, but it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Minus seven. That means Los Angeles is giving Austin Sididi LA seven points. It's gentrified LA. Please get it right. <laughs> and you know, it, it is funny because in most situations right now, this would be the time again whenever a team comes back strong off of a big loss and they're going to say, hey, we're going to take this moment and round back up and we're going to do it in. And L.A. will just go and run over Austin. But that's actually still most likely what's going to end up happening because L.A. has seemed to have that Giltini, that Gilgronis number since day one. And as much as I want us to give it to Austin to get the revenge factor, they, they typically have the revenge factor. I still feel like there's a little brothering that's happening here. Yeah. Just a tad bit of a little brothering that's happening. And uh, seven, seven's a big one, though. I'm going to go Austin with the minus seven, but L.A. with the win. So we're giving this one to Austin. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching a foreign movie without the subtitles. <laughs> He was three and one, Godfather. He was three and one. He's kicking ass since he said he was going to do it right. I don't know what's going on. Maybe he's got the fix in or whatever. But it's my it's seven points in a it, now both of these teams. And I'm getting word out of the 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 Austin camp is they want it. They want blood. I was going to fade gift. I, I, I'm on an Austin plus seven until the end when he said Austin. I was like, oh God. Yeah. So I'm on the same side as gift. I like Austin plus seven. They won four in a row. They got revenge on their side from earlier in the season when they lost 17-3 to L.A. L.A. over the last five weeks, not the same exact team they were in the first half of the season. I like Austin plus a seven. That's a giant number. L.A. 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 all the way, baby. L.A. all the way. Give me a guillotine, and I'll drink it right in front of your face. <laughs> I'm on the same side with you against the Philly Godfather. You guys drink <laughs> that's, that's going to work out real well. That's, that's going to do great. Drink your Gilgronies. I'll drink my Giltini, and I'll see you on the high road. We're going to take a quick commercial break and come back with the rest of our predictions that are going to make you, you got in this show? Right after that. Are we getting paid? If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, on West 36th Street. been blind since I was four and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label none of that stuff influences me I drink beer because of the taste and my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon it has the taste and the flavor what do you think's on the label I think there's a a naked woman riding on a unicorn jumping over fire That's good beer. And we are back with John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE Hall of Famer and host of the greatest wrestling story show ever, Stories with Frisco and Bradshaw on YouTube. The Philly Godfather, the best damn sports better ever, and... Gift A. Beilu, the gift to rugby and mankind, and our Yogi Berra of rugby. Gentlemen, we got to continue our, our winning ways here. Our winning ways, right? We got the next one up is a biggie. 
It impacts the East and the West. It's Atlanta going into Utah to the Mountain People, but the Mountain People are shorthanded. As you may have seen, Team USA's stars, Mikey Teo and Mika Kruse, having a blast against England in that second half. This is a tough one, Gift. This is, this is, this is a game that actually probably interests me more than anything. Because we do have a Utah team that seems to continually surprise us. And they are super powered once they get inside the barriers of their own mountain home. But, but, that Scott Lawrence schematics of Atlanta has been consistent across all boards. And they have continued to push through. And they had time off last week. But they do go back three hours in time. So I'm going to put it like this. I'm probably throwing this up to Utah to take the points. Atlanta for the win on this one. Utah has done very well at home protecting the barrier. But Atlanta, Atlanta's going to keep this close. It's a defensive. We're coming towards the end of the season. They're just trying to hold hold, hold on. Okay, so he's taking Atlanta. I'm taking Utah. Oh, he's okay. taking Utah with the, <laughs> with the five points. Kip can't lose. Give Kip, Atlanta money line, Utah plus five on every I had day. a 50-50 shot. <laughs> John, we've, we've learned two things. Uh a, what Gift's pick was, and B, that they're going back in time three hours. <laughs> do you have a child? Is that the Mayan calendar that helps him do that? <laughs> it's not the Mayan calendar. It's the flux capacitor that they found, that they plugged into the car. The flux capacitor. Firing. <laughs> Gift just, just took both sides of a bet. He just took both sides. He's good. He's really good. If if Tail were there, I would take the mountain people. I think the travel hurts Atlanta. I think the altitude hurts Atlanta. There's a lot against them, but you miss that fire plug, who is a real spark for Utah with Tail being gone. He great work a couple of years ago in the sevens. I'm going with Atlanta, the beast of the East, to take over the mountain people, even though they're going back in time. So what they're going to do is they're going to go back in time. Then as they fly across the country where they get a lot of chance to rest because you get a lot of rest on those long flights, you can watch your game as it happens live because you played it three hours ago back in time, even though it's live now. So you'll be well-rested, Godfather, if you're going back in time three hours. John is – is is describing here which is accurate you get rejuvenated every time zone you go back you know to the west coast i mean this game's a pick em. atlanta's won eight of the last nine utah's won seven of the last nine uh almost similar records atlanta has the better point difference on the season but at home it's tough and i mean ranking above replacement player how much better is you know utah's player who's out compared to the guy that's coming in there is a significant drop off yeah, but is it worth five points to the points spread? Now, you got to remember, like in the NFL, the quarterback, like an Aaron Rodgers, could be worth anywhere from five to six points. But everyone else on the field, at the most, isn't really worth anything except for the center. So I don't know exactly what he's worth in this matchup, but give me the home dog here. Utah plus five. I'm going with Utah as well because Sean Pittman, the head coach, was on the show last week, so I have no. to go with Utah. No, you're not going with them because of Sean Pittman. You're going there because Philly Godfather just said, I'm going with Utah. Oh, really? So you're just going to throw Sean Pittman under the bus. You haven't met the guy. He's a great coach. He's taking this team from nothing. How dare you? I'll throw Brad Pittman under the bus. Too. <laughs> Let's go on to the next one. New England. At Toronto, in Atlanta, Ontario, and it's New England, minus three. Gift, you took New England last week on Independence Day. They were wearing red, white, and blue. You were correct. Follow it up. 
Uh, this is a game where I hate everybody in this matchup because <laughs> they just are so disappointing. But the fact of the matter is here, again, I've said this before and I've said this again. Toronto stays in Atlanta. Sididi, New Orleans actually owns Life University. New England is trying to feel like they can still get a chance at the playoffs. So I'm going to still give this one to New England and take it, but it's going to be a tough match. I don't think they have a shot in hell in getting in the playoffs. I think they might already be mathematically eliminated, but we'll have... I agree, but don't tell them that. They feel like they got a chance. <laughs> okay, all right. I like that's even better. Don't tell them that. That's a new hashtag. Don't tell them that, coach. New territory. We're breaking new ground here, John. How do you follow that up? I'm, it's a toss-up to me, and Philly Godfather will tell you take the points in the home dog. I'm just not sure on this. I, I think New England might be on a better roll, and this is 100% hunch. I'm going to go with the tea sippers from New England. Godfather, which Toronto shows up? I'm joining Layfield in the Boston Tea Party. I think New England's been playing better ball. They've won three in a row. Toronto, their point differential is similar to New England's, but it's kind of skewed because they put up 50 points in back-to-back -back weeks earlier in the season. And ever since then, they've just played some real bad rugby. I'm with, uh, I'm with the Tea Party. Give me New England. I'm going with Toronto. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! You, Layfield. Yeah! Toronto. Your money's worth. Woo! Your money's worth. It's not on the field. Eh? Tim Hortons. You know, I've had, like, some dolls, you know, that, that kind of look like me. Uh, like this. Okay. <laughs> This basketball actually looks just like Matt. <laughs> Look at this. Like right on his shoulder head, that, that, that's Matt. Like this or my head, it's Matt right here. <laughs> oh, my God. Noah going into Seattle. Noah going into Seattle with absolutely nobody in the lineup. Who's going to win this one? Noah minus four, Gift. I know what you're going to say. Noah. Okay. So we're entering into the black hole as per usual. You know, this is the time where – Seattle gets the opportunity to go and defend the home and kind of show everybody what they have and be able to do their thing. And I look at this as the opportunity for New Orleans to actually kind of forget about this game a little bit. And it might actually forget be Forget about this game. They're in a, a playoff fight for their lives. That's what makes this interesting. You got the big win. You had the big win last week. You came strong. You, you celebrated. And this is a team that nobody really truly respects, but they also kind of are cautious of. So what am I going to end up doing with this? Because I know what Seattle always does at home is take New Orleans with the points, but it's going to be a close one, probably five-point five point win on this one. Very, very close. Last-second win. John? Okay, Nala. 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 Something Nala. happens to teams when they have their stars gone and they find a way to rally. They found a way to rally against the best team by record in the league last week. They're going up. They're in the playoff hunt. They got something to play for. Seattle does not. They got all the stars gone. So you got all these guys who don't normally get to play, feel like they've got something they can prove, which they normally wouldn't get because of international tests taking a bunch of stars away. I'm going with the gold mine. I'm going with Nala. So, Godfather – Nate Osborne, the head coach of NOLA, has to be coach of the year at this point. Scott Lawrence has done a great job. Sean Pittman's done a great job out in Utah. Marty Veal's done a great job in New York after stepping in as an assistant coach. And there's no doubt now that NOLA, Nate Osborne, we, NOLA wasn't supposed to be able to win any of these games on the road. They were going to lose everybody while they were playing on the, on the road. And they went into L.A. and they beat 
L.A. with nobody. This guy's got to be coach of the year. Does it carry over? It's tough. Such a huge emotional win last week. And if Seattle wasn't so bad, I mean, plus four at home is real appealing. They're just so bad. I think Noah does it again. I'll lay the four points with Noah, even though this is a, a tough spot for him. Seattle's not that bad. They lose every game in dopey fashion, but they're right in every match pretty much, except for last week. They were – it was 31-3 like at half or something like that, San Diego on top of them. But they're at home. Take them. Go ahead, big shot. Take them. I'm not going to bet with this. I'm going to bet with this. And I'm going to go with the godfather. And I'm going to pick Nola because this is about making the people money. You're not it's not, this. This. not about this. this. You're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of the silliness. We've done our service to humanity again. We've made people money and we're going to make them more money. Any final thoughts, Gift? Like I just said, at the beginning of the month, I said I'm coming back strong. We're continuing the trend. Continuing the trend. John, final thoughts? My southern brother, Gift, is what? He's like eight and two the last two weeks. Biggest comeback since the resurrection. That's why I'm sending the huge banana Does it that smoky. Do they get bigger every single time? How many bananas do you have over there? I, I bought all these bananas for my cats. They won't even play with them. I got, You're I got, scared to death I got, of them. I got like 100 bananas, and I got this one big one, and they just like run from it. Yeah, they think it's going to eat them. I almost send it to Smokey. For the folks at home, Smokey is one of Gift's cats. So, Godfather, final thoughts. In life, it's not what you don't know that gets you in trouble. It's what you know for damn sure that just ain't so. And you giving us that bad information last week led to me and Layfield going one and three. And never, never again, never again. Okay. All right. I'm just uh, – it's, it's ironic that I did pick two of the games with you guys that I lost. So – there's that. Anywho, I want to thank you, gentlemen, for making this a special show. And I hope, John, you reconsider your quitting the show and come back next week so I can pummel you some more in the record, the records uh, in the competition. But and you can you can throw your little petty barbs at me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Teflon. Hey, look, I like you. That's why I bought this action figure of you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, gentlemen. On behalf of Mr. John Bradshaw Layfield, Mr. Gift A. Bailu, and Mr. Godfather, I'm Matt McCarthy for the Rugby Odds. We'll see you next week. But in the meantime, make sure you check out our other episodes, including our Major League Rugby show, Martial Law, The Zack Attack, and please sign up for our Rugby Wrap-Up Red Cross Blood Donor Team. <laughs>